We are live. Episode 87. Lyrical ones. 87. Bay. Bay. It is. Lyrical ones. I am Sinio. Joined with Alfluent. Alfluent, how are you doing this evening? You know, I'm just out here co-hosting, ghostwriting. I am grateful to be here co-hosting. Grateful to end this day uh, with my with my lyrical ones. Happy to have another day of speaking freely. Because things can change quickly. And so as I'm speaking freely, I I feel you know free to ask you, how are you today? Um, I appreciate you exercising your freedom of being able to ask me such a um, profound and thoughtful question. Um, the way I'm feeling, as we are on the cusp of one of the many Hallmark holidays to help guide us through the winter, through the winter time, the winter months, um, that being Valentine's Day, right? This is February. It's February 9th, to be more precise, 2022. And what I'm feeling is a heightened sense of awareness of the evolution and change in the world. And as often as I've said and I've spoken, um, just even today, um, change, seeking a change. There's these groups of people. There's people who have been impacted most right, by the policies, the laws, the economics, the medical and legal systems. And then there's the people who speak on their behalf more times than enough who aren't to some degree as impacted as those who are the ones they're fighting for, right? So you have this mass of people who have a need. You have this group of people who speak on their behalf, right? And then you have the stakeholders who have the ability to move the needle, Right. And for me, when I show up, I feel like I don't necessarily agree with the ones who are speaking on behalf of the ones who have the need. And I'm speaking directly to the ones who have the need and trying to get the stakeholders to recognize it. But because I'm not willing to play a game because it isn't a game. Right. It's a business because they there's stakeholders who who want to create a facade that it is a game when in reality it is a business and because the people who speak on behalf of those in need right think it's a game and they're playing the game and they ignore the fact that it's a business i am left with the belief that change is much more accessible to me given the the place that i sit in where there is a level of luck, a level of, of hard work, and a level level of inherited benefit, right, that I navigate. So my feelings right now, as I'm witnessing all these changes, is that, yes, I too am grateful for the freedoms that I'm afforded, that I'm able to exercise, because uh, the way it's looking right now, the way it's looking, man, hmm. let me tell you, they, they, the proverbial they, the metaphorical they, the literal they, all the they's, them, those people. Um, they looking to tear it up in the club. And, you know, mm. it's all about love. It's all about love. I mean, we were talking about kind of the, not manipulation, 
but the movement of wealth in the government sense. And I think it highlights also the changes in how they view what we say, right? There's a two-pronged thing, right? Where it's like on one end, there's a financial component. And on the other end, there's a threat component. And, you know, I think it's interesting. Right. It's as, like the phrase, right? Do do what I, do what I say, not as I do. Yeah. And that's and that's exactly what we're seeing right now is, uh, you know, there's language that's being changed and altered to help people have a better understanding of things, even though there was a there was a clear understanding. It's just there was no safeguards on the messaging that has consistently right. been messaged. And, you know, n- not to muddy the waters, but people really think critically about the time period we live in right now. Right. Without me saying it blatantly, because, look, we're going to have to speak in jutsu terms. We're going to speak through the, the village of the hidden leaves because yeah, I'm very mindful that I could say something and that could be a trigger point for concern in the public forum. Yeah, that's straight up like, you know, the the foundation. Right, could straight up be sent after you, and as much as you, you know, want to support security and and sovereignty, if if Donzo is listening to everything you saying, and then you gotta be, then you gotta be a little bit more careful than normal, and. And people know, you know, people in the know know how the ambu get down. And right, I just don't I don't want that to be me. I don't want to have no run-ins with them. But also, I'm just mindful that freedom of speech is sounding more and more like you're free to pay for it. And I see that happening, you know, in cyclical fashion, you know, where, right, definition gets changed and policy is formed to to vilify dissent or FUD. And if you don't trust the vilifier, then you can't stay in the village. And if you can't stay in the village, then you are not a part of the village. And for so long, people have felt like they needed to be a part of the village. And I think a great example of functioning within the village and not being a part of the village and then leaving the village to come back to basically do what Tsunade did. It's like, you know, I'm going to go gamble on myself. And I may not win every bet. I may not win min, min, win too many bets. But I know as a ninja and as a leader, I am capable. And when I look at the future, 
of the will of fire and the the king the king in the show in the shogi game when i when i look at the future i say what did i lose what did i lose on my way to aging and what if i can prevent people behind me from losing what i lost losing the freedoms that i lost losing the adventure um adventuring spirit that i lost and right now i'm looking at snoop dogg and wanting to protect that adventuring spirit by showing that even when you get a raw deal even when one of your own is coming after you in the middle of the night even when when it's time for the uchiha as a clan to go you can come back later and and be and be acknowledged to the point that you acquired death row right and in acquiring death row right you get all the royalties and masters that Devro owns, you know, amongst your friends, amongst your peers, and then amongst other artists that, you know, Death Row either may have liquidated or moved to another account. But now you're in a position where you left for your safety and then came back in a different way with your freedom. And we all need our masterpiece. We all need our Percy Millers to remind us that we are that we are worth more than people want to give to us. Well, that's real. And that's real. I think, right, right. I think that's you know that's something that you know is a lesson. Is that whatever someone wants to pay you. Especially if they offer to you, they're telling you what they're comfortable with. They're not telling you what you worth. They tell you what they're comfortable with offering you. So it's always important that you remember and you decide and you choose how powerful you are. No, that's that's true. It is something that people got to really take into account that, yeah, it's more about comfort, not about value. Right. Like. Some people, whether they can acknowledge it, there's an emotional response to paying when it's your money. Right. When you got to give up your money to get that thing. Depending on how much it is and depending on what it is, there can be an emotional response. And when I think about emotions, I think about, you know, what your feelings, your response is. I think what what. What is highlighted, especially at the time like this, right? Like when I'm talking about the structure of society, the thing that we've invested our time, energy, money into. What I'm realizing is that there's a lack of trust on both sides. And so for you, Affluent, what is what is your boundaries? What are your baselines or your what is your foundation of what what's your needs for trust? How do you build that? What is what does that look like for you? trust in in whom 
whoever is it is it layered is it is it is it not one fit size fits all is it depending on right who are you building it with right is it is it a blanket is it does it change shape because of who it is right does it start off the same or does it start off differently depending on the context of the situation yeah i i think that it is contextual to some degree but really the the blanket ship of uh the trust is uh the idea of humanity and that one humanity is flawed and they are less flawed with less expectations and sometimes they are more flawed when people gain perspective sometimes they excel before they can explain why they were prepared and I think so many times just like the choices that people make and those outcomes they exist somewhere for me where I trust the good and the bad of people and that is the boundary that I set. It's like, if someone can do good for me, right, it is limited to this. If someone can do harm to me, it is limited to this. Um, and if nothing else, I will not be surprised by behavior or how I'm impacted by behavior. And I intentionally focus on right posture not just my physical posture right but my mental emotional heart posture my spiritual posture that keeps certain things in perspective also it it is a scale that i weigh you know decisions on And maybe I am missing some part of what people can be by giving them too much credit, you know, for the harm they can cause. And sometimes maybe I am overestimating them, you know, for giving them, you know, credit about how much harm they could do. Uh, I respect that. I mean, it's like, it's like, well, I just want to say that if I sometimes they can't actually do as much harm as I think they can, right? Sometimes they can do more harm than I think they can, and at times, right, they can do more good than I think they're capable of, and they can do. Right. They can underperform and do a lot less good than I thought they were going to do. And right. Because of my, you know, intentional focus on that aspect of interacting with people, 
the boundary exists in an expectation. Right? It's like if I'm gonna share something that's important to me, I have an expectation by how I will be, how I will be received. Right? How this information then will be safe when I share, right? Sensitive information. And so if I expect, right, for that to happen and it doesn't, Right. That is a boundary that I could have set to move without the expectation that they were going to show up with all the equipment they needed, tools they need that they needed, wherewithal, you know, maturity to show up in a way that, you know, is not harmful. Yeah, no, you brought up a good point around the potential harm, like thinking about, can you know, often I'll project the level of harm that may never come versus reducing the level of harm. Yeah. You have a, you have a built bond relationship and you know, I think it's, it's necessary to have that conversation because we, you know, sometimes we just go in and, and live and don't even take time to reflect and process like, what is it? Is there something, right? Because I know as I've gotten older, trust has been necessary because mm-hmm. I realized how much trust I didn't have growing up. I realized ah. what I've lacked, right, is then the, the deficits that de- start to define my personality and when I see that my personality is harmful, then I got to make those corrections because I'm not trying to be harmful. I realize hard on my head, but I do, I do agree with you that sometimes in my need for trust that I can project, right? Whether I'm not, whether I'm internally, this is an internal projection that I'm replaying the possibilities, you know, it's like there's children who've been harmed and they don't want to be harmed again. So what do they do? They worry and they find mm-hmm. ways to put themselves in positions so that they can have eyes on what they worry about. So if they worry about a parent or they worry about home or they're worried about eating, I'm going to act up in class so I could get sent home because then I could be with my mom, right? I don't, mm. I don't I don't care about her having a job because I don't understand the value of money to that degree. I, I know it's a concept to some degree, but I don't have the years of experience she she's developed or my father's developed. They have this need to be at work. I have a need to be with them. So I'm saying that at the same time that I'm saying I'm in a relationship, I'm married. And you define and develop what your what your boundaries or what your what is the what is the need, what is the want, what is the compromises. And when it comes to trust, especially, it's it's necessary. And it does to me it fluctuates because as I've 
learned over time. I trust people to be who they are. I trust who they are when they show me. I didn't always do that. I gave, I gave what I used to say was the benefit of the doubt, right? Which then is saying, I'm gonna give you space to say that what you're doing right now, maybe it'll change. Maybe this isn't all of it, right? And uh, time is of the essence, right? And in time, there's energy. Time, there's space. So is my space and time filled with positive healing energy, loving energy, restorative energy? Is can I trust this energy? You start to like realize, oh, you know, I can see as this person enters into my space and I spend time with them. I can't trust the energy, right? The, the energy I'm being given isn't one of trustworthiness, right? And it's like, well, how do you define the energy? It's in your tone. It's in the emotional output. It's in the level of exertion. It's how you are present or maybe not present at all. It's your follow-up. It's the conversation we have next, right? There's going to be enough space and time for me to define and see how much I can trust you, right? I can see when everyone's sipping from the Kool-Aid and not realizing that this Kool-Aid ain't to be sipped. We don't want to look at what's happening. We want to look at the fact that they did it, right? Oh, they look like they, they hurt, but they drunk it, and I want to drink it too because they drunk it. Yeah. Not that they hurting. It's that I'm alone. I don't want to be without. But you can't trust what they're drinking. Yeah, yeah, but it ain't about trust. It's about not being left by yourself. Right? And the thing is, is, you know, as I see more and more this need for people to, like, minimize things that I think are, are worth or have value, right? As you were saying, right? Is, is it that I'm paying you what you were for? Am I paying you what I'm comfortable with, right? Am I valuing what's needed to have the relationship or I'm just having a relationship out of comfort? Do I have a relationship with you or a friendship with you or do I do I pay you or do I sit with you? Do I work with you? Do I tolerate you? Do I vote for you? Not because I value you, but because I find comfort in what it is that I'm getting. Right. It may not be valuable at all. This is organic doo-doo, and this is Dorito Cheeto doo-doo. So, depending on how I'm feeling, that's the doo-doo I'm going to get out of comfort. Not that I realize I don't value either one. You can apply that to every aspect however you want to see it, but I'm, I'm just saying that now because yeah, Valentine's Day is around the corner and we, you know, I get it. The days are shorter, the nights are longer. Um, we're in SF, um, the city, you know, the Bay Area, it has been hot recently, but usually it's, you know, this is a rainy time. So it makes sense to have all these different, you know, we get Chris, we go Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, and we got, you know, President's Day, it's Lunar New Year, right? We got all these holidays, all these things to create life, vibrancy, energy, uh, gratitude, celebration. It's another one that we tacked on because it's like, hey, we're getting through the winter. Here's another one. And people going to go out their way and try and, and show up in their relationships. Whether it's the children in class sharing candy or giving each other cards. Or whether it's that romantic interest that you have where you're going to go out your way to get that stuffed animal, those roses and that chocolate. Or the date you're going to take them on because, you know, the way they making it sound like they finna 
you can take the mask off and run around and do your thing. So, mm. given all these things, yeah, it's also the trust around you in your life every day. Those other days that aren't just holidays. Because you could get the roses, but does that mean that you you value them or you just find comfort? Is it just a comfort thing? Because sometimes comfort ain't comfortable. right? Sometimes comfort is just my way of pacifying my needs so I can escape the reality that I'm in. right? I, I got real needs, but because this is a convenience and I'm comfortable, this is what I'm going to do. Right? And I think, yeah, like you, you brought up and highlighted something real when it comes to that idea because yeah, like I think your time is valuable. I think you are valuable and I think that you should be rewarded in wealth in multitudes, right? Because you said, right, freedom of speech comes at a price and people are willing to pay it. And that's such a conundrum. It's like, wait, I thought these were these were like basic human rights we had access to as citizens. But you're right. Depending on where you sit and where you at, oh, that might be taxed. Might be taxed with time. Might be taxed with your money. Might be taxed to some degree of energy or exertion or having to rebuild your trust in the public arena because that's a thing now. And so, yeah, I'm just like, I'm looking at things differently and really thinking about what does the future look like? What does love and peace look like for me, for those around me, and surrounding myself with that positive energy and building that trust to show that I value the people around me. I value their time and energy. I value their skills and their experience and expertise because it's not always reciprocated in society depending on where you at. Um, yeah, trust, right? Like the defining markers. Yeah. Communication, right? Like you don't got communication. Yeah. Right? I just trust the good and the bad in folks. Right? As long like if they can be saviors, right? They can be saints, right? Then they either have past or future. I mean, I feel like you yeah. said it well when you said uh, when you put more expectations on someone, the more flawed they can become, right? Like, the less expectations, the less flawed, right? It's like, that is such a real thing that people don't even realize. Like, I'm, you know, like, you, you're sometimes around people and you have placed expectations on what you want them to be without having that real clear understanding that you're putting the expectations on them that you've actually now see them in this light to give them an opportunity to even engage thoughtfully, right? Without shame, without blame, without a sense of guilt to actually engage and say, Hey, that's just not me. Right. That's not who I am. Mm. Right. But instead it's like, no, this is what, this is my world. This is how I see the world. So you got to be this way. Yeah. I, I totally appreciate you saying that. Cause it is something that like, uh, a lot of us don't ever take the time to really craft out like, oh, who's paying for dinner? Well, in my world, you mm. pay for dinner. Oh, really? We did not talk about that. Mm. Yeah, and as we choose, you know, the topics of what we do talk about and what can what can help us, what can save us, what can harm us. I think it's important that we try to skew that disappointment and surprise 
you know, to a point where it's like, okay, like you said, right, showing the true colors, right? When they when they shown, right, believe it, right, and sometimes it's hard to see, right, when the colors show up. Sometimes it's hard to see, you know, what's hidden, and so. It's hard to move that way and move honestly and vulnerably with people when they're hiding who they are, or who they could be, or who they truly are. Uh, but I think it's important when the harm, if the if harm does come, that we talk about it openly to the people who are responsible for it. Yeah, I mean, when you look deeper into, I said this, I think last week, societal indifference. Not being societally indifferent to the injustice. That's not what I'm speaking about, right? I'm speaking to creating space between what can consume us and how we respond to that within ourselves and then outside of ourselves. It's easy to receive these messages of what you're witnessing or what you're seeing. Like, I, I mean, I'll speak to some degree on multiple levels. My father loves watching the news. I'm like, how much news can you watch? Because when we talk about it, you just get wrapped up in the political discourse of what's being provided to you instead of taking time to proactively engage in your local government where you have a bigger chance and influence and impact on making a change. But you rather get on social media and say your response and they have this discourse. Okay, that's what you want to do. There's nothing wrong with that, but the way you talk, the energy you're holding sounds like it might not be helpful for you, healthy. Right. So it's like, OK, you know what? That's what you do. That's your time. That's what you want to spend it on. Be careful. Even with myself, I'll I'll just read and see and I'll be like, man, people really think this. And I choose not to. Again, we have this space where we talk and we have a conversation and I realize the importance to have the discourse, right, to, to see perspectives, to learn, to get insight. I mean, it just happened in the past 30 minutes. You said some things. I'm like, I peep. Yes. OK. Yeah, for real. I'm with it. You don't get that in the context of social media, right? Social media, you're getting you're getting it based in a limited structure, whatever that format is, right? You don't control the format. You don't control the platform. All you do is give your perspective in this, in this limited view, right? And sometimes that lends itself to producing content, and sometimes it lends itself to commentary. And... Often you'll find more commentary than you are like find content that is helpful, right? And so I sometimes got to check out and be like, yeah, I'm not messing with this. I'm not rocking with this. I'm creating my boundaries mm -hmm. of when and how I engage because I can see this is in my mind. And now I'm not going to like, sometimes it's great. You know, you get a little, you find that thing. Right. Like I, I like finding music like music. I love finding. I love when somebody has something I've never heard in the background of a video. And I'm like, what is that? I got to hunt it down. I got to find it. 
is in the comments. Right. Can I can I Shazam it? Can I? How can I find this? Right? Did they tag it? Because I love music, but in that it's like it's like going through a cave, right? Like, oh, yeah, there's a bunch of bamboo shoots that are cut at an angle, so if I fall, it's gonna just impale me. So I gotta be careful because yeah, this the, this other this other way that I'm going right now down this pathway, yeah, it has a bunch of booby traps. And I gotta be mindful because yeah, it's trying to it's trying to harm me. And so I think about that because yeah, I have this penchant to want to see the new thing, hear the new thing, to engage in humor or engage in inspiration or information. But with that, right, as you navigate, sometimes you get hit with things where it's like, ooh, that's not it. That ain't what I'm looking for. That ain't I don't need that. That's not what I uh uh-uh. and I got to back away, got to take that time away, got to go and make the thing, right, instead of trying to find the thing. And I think that, that yeah, it's uh, it feeds back into, like, not just the trust outside, but the trust you have with yourself to know when enough is enough, to know mm-hmm. when to create that time and space to say, all right, I'm done because this may not be serving me anymore, right? And so, yeah, I, I see that with myself as I see it happen and observe with others and you have those conversations like, are you aware of what you're doing to yourself? You aware that you you playing a game you don't like? You aware that you just spent time watching the TV show that just was there to occupy your space, but you said you want to do this other thing? Okay, you know what? Who, what, what, what are other people doing? Right? Maybe I need to change my surroundings, my space, my time, where it's at. I got to trust you to be who you are. Because maybe I might have an influence around me that can greatly impact me in a healthy way, in a restorative way, in a way that repairs. And I'm not being attentive to that. And I just, yeah, I, I, I think about that because it's like, again, we we had a time where the world's changed and people ain't trying to, and people haven't accepted the change. Like, the world's changed. The world has changed. It is a different world. And it is drastic or dramatic in fashion, but there's people who are so resistant to the idea and they're just holding on. And for me, it's like, do we have trust or do we just got a sense of convenience and comfort? Yeah. Sometimes we can have both. Um, Sometimes you can have trust and not be comfortable and it not be convenient for you. And sometimes that can be more important than being comfortable. Um, But one thing I think with social media, what we're seeing is that people are choosing to see the world differently and choosing to see that the world is changing. Um, and you have, you know, different, you know, I guess peripherals, um, in different applications, like, a group voice chats where there's no host sometimes and relying on this mutual respect and, accepting this lack of you know control to 
you know, to talk about, you know, whatever the conversation may bring bring up, you know, and bring to the surface. And and sometimes those spaces can be, you know, important for content that is changing things. And then other times, like you said, right, it is more commentary. And it all depends on, you know, when those moments come and those those groups meet. Sometimes those groups are random. Sometimes, right, they at least not maybe not random, but maybe not curated. And with that comes the unpredictability and the volatility at times of the commentary and other times you are waiting your turn when there are hosts and co-hosts involved right similar to you know what is happening you know with with this uh this episode or any episode of lyrical ones where people can relinquish control by not interacting right at the same time right they can be proactive and implement control or at least some influence by you know bringing up or being intentional about interjecting or contributing to our conversation and right we we share this this exchange you know through social media and i think that is where we see the difference between what people call web two and a lot of things done without um i think without transparency and web three where there you know that there is less of a hidden agenda because of what's visible within the infrastructure and within the the use cases of the tools that are available and so when we have tools that that bring us transparency how many people will rush to those tools right it seems like it's a slow build and that was that is the case for a lot of things right it's a slow build for you know uh a company that wanted to send out dvds you know with you know with straight to your home where you didn't have to leave right it's a slow build for a company that you know wanted to undermine or over you know surpass the postal service um it's a slow slow build for a company said a personal computer is something that everybody's gonna need and exponentially the adoption the mass adoption may be a slow build but in comparison to you know, previous technologies, things are moving at a much faster rate. 
and utility is being you know tossed around in term term wise before people even know what it means and people are trying to find use case for use cases for um for access at at ne- uh breakneck speeds right trying trying to find the thing that will drive people forward right that will attract people that will be right the the sugar cube that will right pull people in in mass so so that one that that capital and revenue right are driven into the space again right and then also so that so that the world can change and there will always be right the yin and yang to to a movement right to change and it's important to see the darkness as much as you see the light right it's like seeing how the light outlines the darkness and the darkness right embraces the light right it's like i think it's i think it's very important to know to acknowledge at least that as the technology changes the creators will show us all the ways that that the technology can be used and the corporations will then acknowledge and validate those creatives by by pouring liquidity into the creations and the community that develops will right draw regulation from the government um but that is because the government right is a business that is looking to make sure that they get their cut and so any allowance right should should incur some form of tax and if i'm running a business i get that and if i am if i'm if i'm creating community i don't get that right it's like within my community i am looking for exchange right not my cut 
I'm not looking for my cut. I'm looking for my role. Right? I'm looking for my the, the place that I belong to use and contribute in a way specific to my skill sets, my perspective, my lived experience, and and I'm looking to interact with folks who are doing the same thing. I'm not looking for my cut. It's not. It's not business. I'm look. I am here to share. And if everyone is here to share, I won't be lacking. And so, the world is changing, and some people are acknowledging that change. And right, those those moments and those groups and those those time spaces where the energy of right of millennia right combines in each of us right because like all this energy that's housed within me has been here the whole time right on an atomic level it's all been here and what is lost, you know, as my as my memory is no longer able to recall things, right? Depends on who shared that those moments with me. And the more that I share moments with people, right, the more I ensure right that the that the energy right is transferred right less less wasted or it's not even wasted right the heat energy goes somewhere right right vapor goes somewhere right light and sound go somewhere and change something and become something else And so that's cool with me. So acknowledging that exchange, I think, you know, we can find our place and that the hope that right change is gonna come. And that people will be on board. I mean, crazy enough, change already here. Change is right. here, right? Like you live in it. You you know, you you are a person who seeks out opportunity, right? And then there's the people who are resistant to the evolution and change. It's always been like that, right? Like before the radio, it was like, Oh no, I prefer live sound. Nobody's taking away live sound. But we got the radio. Then after the radio, it was like, oh, no, I, we don't need pictures. New technology. Before you knew it, we got computers. Before you knew it, those computers were able to fit in the palm of your hand. And as there's always been resistance, right, there's always been someone vying or trying to figure out a way to control 
this evolution. It's at a point now where, you know, as I say this to others, I'm saying it to myself, Mm. be proactive in how you engage with others and who's around you, whether those are people that you love or care about or people that you're raising, whatever the case is, whatever the specifics are. Just be really mindful of what what's happening and like not just intention, but the execution. And how do you make those pivots to change as things evolve? Because they're like, you know, we talk about regulation, but it isn't regulation as much as getting they they cut it a pie, right? Like you said, it's a business. The world, mm-hmm. the society we yeah. live in, it is generated on who's going how do how does everyone benefit from your benefit? If you're benefiting greatly, you cannot benefit too much um, without having to let someone else get in, right? Have a piece of it. The world has already shown up in that, yeah, you don't need to rent movies. You pay a subscription service and someone will stream them to you. You don't own no no part of that. You just, you choose to just participate, Right. You go on vacation and you don't own the property, right, mm-hmm. that you want to stay in, right? Someone else does and someone else even helps leverage it to give you access electronically. You want a car, right? right. You just you pay somebody to come and show up so you can hop in their car through this electronic service, right, that you you participate in, right? It is more and more clear that your money which already is not backed by gold, right? It is not backed by something that is a worldwide renowned value, right? It now stands on its own, being measured against the world, right? Is now evolving into a place where people no longer want to hold on to that. And they want to, they want to say, you know what? I'm going to, my, my now, what has value to me is something else, something that is not physical, something that I cannot touch, something that I cannot, I, if I decide to transfer it outside of that format, it, it'll hold some level of value, because it does. Right? The value has changed, it's grown, it fluctuates, but, I mean, hey, so does the dollar. You just don't notice it except for the gas going up. You don't notice it until the food's going up. You don't notice it until you can't pay for things that you need, so you start to mm-hmm. make concessions, Right? It happens, right? And right now, just looking at how things are, we're getting further and further away from having something that you have, right? Like, think about it. The the government exists as we have these boundaries and borders that say you live within this country. And we're seeing people move into a space where... To be very honest, this country does not exist. If the server exists in Germany, (laughs) but the people participating in it are American, is the experience an American experience on American land? Or is this experience something else? Is it Americans virtually traveling abroad in a virtual Chicago, right, that looks like a representation of something real but it's just virtual it is a synthetic thing with a synthetic version of myself existing within it and the government 
which is a really it's a real thing wants to partake in that experience that want to show up in that space and to what benefit and why do we need it now when i mean is it needed in that context oh you just want to get your cut and that's the thing that i'm like this concept of trust that i keep coming back to right i have questions i'm not getting clear answers how is the trust being defined how is it being cultivated i'm witnessing people who lack a level of trust who are acting out because there's no trust there and there's people who are willing to minimize and try to invalidate that instead of acknowledging it and see how do we repair it trust i set up a trust for my children it's different than me having mm -hmm. trust in these entities trust and that's why that's what's happening i think with the world and the changes with the world is that to a degree right it's a trustless space right which is why transparency is needed in the first place right it's like well i can't put no confidence in you i can only you know trust what's visible to me right i can only trust you know that you're your team lead and your project managers and your founders right dock themselves right as real people and showing up in this space as as professionals right or at least intentional participants you know willing to right, exchange and right we show you know our trust you know through our spending right we show our our trust you know to some degree in our taxes right we show trust to some degrees like it's like okay if I don't want to pay taxes no more, right, then I'll just move, relocate, because I don't have trust, right? That's probably the biggest reason to might move on, right? It's like, well, if all my if all my interactions are going to be in a global market from now on, right? What do I really need from this entity, right? And then why is this community important to me in terms of making an impact, right? Can I make my community then, right, just as global, right, as my investments? And even then. Sure, I right? can. Yeah, but even then, I'm like looking at it from the perspective of, so y'all in cahoots together, working together against my belief against my moral perspective against my better judgment right you working with people who are enslaving people who are endangering people right you you do things that 
are beyond my ability to control and I have no say in no matter what anyone tells me because you you get to operate to some degree in secrecy and autonomy and, and you know immunity impunity right there's no way for me to challenge any of it because what we don't know don't hurt us and what we do know depending on where I sit right don't matter it don't matter to what I what I care about right if you decide to work with this factor over here and y'all decide to say okay you know what we acknowledge the harm you're doing to people and because of uh you know whatever the the, the terms of engagement are we're not gonna back away from you we gonna figure out how to navigate around it right whereas me i don't want to navigate around it i don't want to work with you so now there's a space where i can say you know what i've taken my money i've transferred it and changed it into something else it is now it's now been you know transformed into a new thing and i can engage with someone who i do agree with who may be from that place but does not agree with the entities of control or the entities in power or the you know the the government powers that be and we can engage and say i have a service or you have a service and i can exchange this for that you have a good i have a good we can exchange now this new transformative medium of of a value system without having the input or the participation of these entities as much as we already pay our taxes to as much as we already participate in their system of checks and balances i you know who i voted for ain't who i voted for ain't who there right again i'm not i'm i'm done with this concept of uh yeah let me continually participating in your game when I know it's a business. So if I can have business with people that is a lot, to me, a lot more direct and has more trust involved, yeah, this we in a space and a time where it's gone, right? I'm not, I'm not engaging in just a marriage with anybody, someone that I've been able to build with someone i've been able to develop certain standards that give me a level of trust that give me a level of joy and i'm not seeing that show up in many ways i see what what i'm seeing is people saying oh that's how it's been so it's okay instead of this is this no longer serves us this no longer serves who we are so what, what, what else can we have? What else can we do? And, you know, I'm saying that on the cusp of Valentine's Day. I'm saying that as the world evolves and changes, the rules, the laws, and the way we measure things are being edited, altered, and there's revisions. Talk about being in the metaverse, right? We're We're literally witnessing every point zero change of the firmware the firmware updates in this current firmware update we will no longer refer to this thing as that thing and this thing will now be referred to as xyz and the alphabet is coming for us be mindful alfluent do you have any final thoughts or words on episode 87 of this very veiled valentine's day lyrical ones episode 
I've seen change. I've seen change come right all the time. Sometimes I don't notice what I see. And that is typical of the brain, right? Functioning at 10%. But I do know that my brain is receiving and processing a change, regardless of what I notice. And no matter who is making the revisions or changing the language, I know that I also possess the power to create change. And when I say I, I mean we. And I don't, I, in the same way that atomically I am not singular, when I say I, I'm not singular. Um, Right, when I say I love myself, I am not singular. So, when I say I have the power to change, right, it's, it's not singular. So I try to move in that way, regularly making an exchange. Right, an example of change, right, and exchange. And in the hopes that that commitment and conviction spreads, because whoever is trying to cover their cover they, uh, they basis to reduce their liability, um, to cover their own butts. Whoever, whoever's doing that, I know that they, they are, they will not move faster than the, than society. They are catching up to society. They are always catching up to society and artists are always driving society forward. And so I believe I believe in the art of change. Um in the in the creatives who are agents for that change. Yeah. So I, I say believe in believe in the power of I, believe in believe in us. Um, and believe in art because I think art is the voice um, as well as the the ear. Art art is the 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 picture as well as the eye, right? I art is right the the taste as well as the tongue. Art is the senses, right, harnessed, and 
when we can see each other's art. Um, I think we will appreciate each other more. And on a on a V day that looms right after Super Bowl Sunday. I know schools will be closed in Cincinnati, Ohio, regardless of the outcome. And I'm still in I'm still in the, the same camp of the Monday after the Super Bowl should be a national holiday. I mean, if you go spend this much money, uh, might as well celebrate together. That's real. That's how I, that's how I see it. That's real. There ain't no I in team, but there's a me in there if you look hard enough. And it's an I in community, and we could do business as a community because yeah. I'm there too. In business. I don't say that to make people scoff and have disdain. I'm saying that because it's real. And you gotta learn. There's transactions being made in your name every day. Whether or not you're aware of it, that's a different story. So, you know, y'all have a lovely, happy Valentine's. Y'all love each other. Love yourself. Remember, if they don't love you, you love you. And uh, this has been another lyrical one in particular specifically episode episode 87 baby we got 187 One, 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 one.